0: So, Steve Schellberg grew up here in the southeast, has been doing guiding and tracking on Vancouver Island, Antarctica, and around Churchill, Manitoba, which is where we're kind of picking up this story now with this new National Geographic series, Wildlife, the Big Freeze, and that's set in Churchill and around that area, and Steve had a big part in it. This is the story from the edge of the Canadian Arctic, where it all starts. (laughs) My
1: name's Bertie Gregory, and I'm a National Geographic wildlife filmmaker.
0: So, welcome, Steve.
1: Everything is at stake. Oh, thank you, Jeff.
0: And where are we catching up with you right now?
1: I am uh, near my home on uh, Quadra Island in British Columbia. There you go.
0: So, full disclosure, Steve is my youngest brother, and if my pride shines through this interview just a little bit, it's because I'm in- incredibly proud of you, Steve, and this is, oh. this is really cool. So I'm really excited to talk about this, and we're going to get to the polar bear, uh, the wolf pack, Arctic fox, moose encounters, and all that in just a little bit. But first, I wanted to kind of talk about how a kid from Kleefeld ends up on a National Geographic series.
1: Uh, well, you know, I just uh, always was into nature, wildlife, and uh, a lot of experience back in the day, and uh, um, followed my passion. and and uh, took courses and, and uh, that just continued on until i ended up working on uh, several several great jobs mostly in tourism uh guiding people but uh once in a while i get fortunate to fortunate enough to get put with a film food uh, that's quite a bit of fun uh, spending you spend a lot of time uh, in the field uh, compared compared to working with food
0: <laughs> one of my favorite ways that i've seen you describe what you do is actually a t-shirt that uh you own or owned that said, my job is better than your vacation.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a, a, a company I worked for uh, for quite a few years, and uh, we did uh, uh, kayaking trips, and we did uh, we'd have an end of season T-shirt every year with uh, with uh, some sort of saying. We had one that said, "Humpbacks are whales too," because everyone just wanted to see orc whales, <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. Well, and and so. <laughs> last night calling you to set up this interview halfway through the phone call you're like oh there's a bunch of uh dolphins around me so that's that's yeah. life for you you're just seeing this stuff the stuff we would all dream about seeing in real life you're just seeing this stuff every day
1: yeah i think uh, i think i'm a fortunate human being <laughs> put, put myself in the right places <laughs> yeah
0: and one of the neat things is um Churchill Wild uh, that you referenced, and and you can actually see their logo on your uh, parka in this National Geographic series, also a Cleefell connection.
1: Yeah, that's right, yep. Uh, Mike and Jeannie uh, are from uh, living in Cleefell, and uh, that's uh, sort of how I met uh, Mike in the first place, was through through my father, Brian, and he had a little hardware store uh, coffee shop Mike and I had coffee one day and talked over uh, life doing bear stuff. I was doing grizzly bear tours on the left coast, and he was doing polar bear stuff. So yeah, eventually, and, event, and eventually ended up with him.
0: <laughs> so let's get to the National Geographic series, which is really, really cool. Uh, definitely worth watching the entire thing, and I know that you just did, and I've actually seen it twice now because everybody wants to watch it. Tell me about the host first, Bertie Gregory.
1: Uh, Bernie's, uh, yeah, fantastic guy to work with. I had a lot of fun, uh, working with him. He's, uh, very driven, and, uh, um, he's, uh, incredible camera, uh, cameraman. He gets some, he, he really doesn't miss the shot, and, uh, uh, we had a great team as well. There's, uh, two other, uh, other fellows involved as well, uh, Con and Spencer doing camera work, so there's, there's four of us, um. Uh,
0: and what was really neat about this series is that it's not just focused on the animals, the wildlife, uh, and the scenery, but you also sort of get a behind-the-scenes look at what's kind of going on.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit of a different style of documentary in, in the sense that we have... Birdie is shooting the regular big red camera, big lens. He's getting the wildlife video stuff. But at the same time, there's another... Two guys with cameras, and they're actually filming the shooting of of it, but it's all put together. And Birdie's talking about the wildlife as he's shooting, and uh, you kind of get to see how the documentary gets made. But that's actually the documentary.
0: <laughs> yeah, and well, like there's a great moment where you guys get stuck in a bog, and uh, that uh, there's a moment where uh, Birdie is kind of hightailing it out of some brush with a camera and a tripod after a moose starts coming at him.
1: Yeah, that's right. We ended up in some really thick willows to get a moose rod and eventually we got a really great moose scene. and um, we, got, we got wolves chasing moose and we got wolves chasing bears and bears chasing wolves. It was, we had a lot of really fun shooting. There's another one. There's three. There's a third one coming.
0: A big pack of wolves could take down a polar bear, but with only three against one, who is predator and who is prey? And there were a couple close encounters captured on film uh, and then included in the series, one with the polar bear and one with the wolves. We'll get to the polar bear in a minute, but uh, I watched the scene uh, of the wolves with a few other people here in the office and they were visibly scared and nervous for you as these wolves got within a few feet of you. Yeah,
1: these these wolves were very, uh, very curious and, um, As long as you're quiet and still, go from 30, 30 meters isn't, isn't unheard of. Um, the bigger the group, then they might not come close. But with, uh, with these three guys, we, we, uh, we had some very close encounters. But, yeah, never once was I nervous or afraid. Um, yeah, the wolves were just curious. And they're, not, they're not into humans at all. So that,
0: I guess that was the one thing that sort of came up is, like, are wolves not threatening to humans? Like, is, the, is this not a worry?
1: Generally not at all. Yeah, wolves. Uh, most instances, if you talk to people where they had a, a a scary or a bad wolf encounter, if you really dig into it, usually if there's an incident, it involves something else, like the person had a dog. Or so wolves, wolves really don't seem to mind uh, humans at all, uh, but it's when they have a pet, that pet can can be dinner.
0: <laughs> Understood. So I got to talk about uh, for what was to me the probably the funniest moment of the series. Uh, Bertie Gregory, the host, looks back at the camera and goes, "Well, Steve told it to sit, and it sat. Unbelievable."
1: Hey, we play with your friends. Yeah. So uh, I use my my voice and my body position on um, quite a bit to uh, deter. Um, bears from coming any closer, and uh, when I'm using my voice, I have to say something, so I usually try to say something that makes me look smart, so I'll say, go around, or sit down, that kind of thing, and then if it does one of those, you know, and I say it in a, in a kind of a mean, mean, voice, and um, if the animal responds to, to what I say, then it, it really is, uh, <laughs> makes me look good. <laughs>
0: So, so you could have said anything, but it just happened to line up that you said sit down, and then it did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: which is, you know it does, it does yeah. actually happen a few. <laughs> so, so that that bear
0: that bear obviously was coming to check you guys out. How close was that?
1: Uh, you know, I don't actually remember the exact uh, instance where that one happened. I've had a you know it does happen quite a bit where bears come in fairly close. Um, and it depends on, on the bear uh, uh, if I, you know, how and how they approach. Um, but sometimes as they approach, if they're too fast, and I chase them off right away. But if they're coming slowly, then um, they can we can wait it out. But maybe 30 meters. I'm sorry. How many meters? Maybe maybe 30. Maybe probably less than 30. Maybe 20, 20 meters, 25. 20 meters. So we're
0: talking like 50, 60 feet, maybe. Yeah. Wow, and you're you're standing there uh, with two rocks, just bang, banging them together and telling the bear to go away.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I do have backup, but yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh, one of the points that Bertie makes very strongly, and I get is the sense is the theme of the whole thing is about uh, changing climate and sea ice. Uh, what are you seeing then when you're out there, uh, and and the changes that are happening, you know, as you guide year after year?
1: Right, yeah, so for, we are losing a day of sea ice a year, on average, and that's been going on for almost 30 years now, so that, that does mean that we are, um, the birds can't get on the ice as soon and they, can't, they end up getting off the ice, yeah, so the freeze-up in Churchill is later, and it's longer, like, so we are losing sea ice, and what that will be eventually is start to affect um, polar bear health, so, right. so far... We have, you know, a fairly good population of polar bears that uh, the government has listed as stable uh, in the western Hudson Bay Park. But um, everything is at risk right now.
0: The other thing that I got uh, sort of out of watching this series, you know, being who I am, obviously was a pride for you, but also a pride for uh, our province and our country and just the wonder of the Arctic and that we have that, you know, Right here, kind of in our backyard.
1: Yeah, you know, Manitobans should be very proud. I've uh, traveled all over the world. I've done safaris in Africa. I run tours in Antarctica. I guide uh, all along the British Columbia coast and the Great Bear Rainforest. Some uh, really world class places, and Manitoba is top notch as far as everything that uh, we do with wildlife. It's it is almost better than some of these places you go to uh, in, Af- in Africa. So those people. There's people coming from all over the world that want to see uh, see the wildlife. Manitoba was a pretty special spot. And Manitoba was
0: yeah, absolutely. Well, it was really cool to get a chance to kind of go along a little bit with your tour uh, with through Birdie's lens and National Geographic showing us the uh, shots that they got. That was really cool. Way to go!
1: Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it was a fun fun experience for myself as well, and I think I have a few more things coming up with different filmmakers, so stay tuned.